Hello, everyone. I'm Alex Majorano. And I'm Sydney Lynch. And this is Little Known Tracks. This week, we talk to Nico and Ryan of Hudson Valley-based indie rock band New Vision. The secret fourth member of the band, Melinda, is present at every show, bringing good vibes and no body. Nico and Ryan have been playing together for years, and the addition of Josh has done nothing but add value to the dynamic of the group. The band's latest EP, Somewhere on This Timeline, is a stepping stone in a heavier direction that has helped the band to evolve their overall sound. With a tour planned for the summer and the second full length in the works, there's a lot to look forward to. Without further ado, Chokehold by New Vision. New Vision. We have uh, Nico and Ryan here with us today. Uh, thank you guys for being on tonight. Thank you for having thank us. You. First thing that we wanted to talk about, we got to a little bit before we started recording, was cooking. Um, is that an everyone thing or is that solely a Nico? Um, I think, I'm not sure Ryan cooks a little bit, but I, I, make, I make ramen. There you go. No, but can't go wrong. Yeah, I think it's more so like a me thing. I'm not. Right, well, tell us about not it. to diss Ryan. I'm just saying. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we get it. <laughs> we get no, it. Yeah, I learned a lot. Um, like the cooking stuff I do from my mom. She's like the best cook I know, and um, yeah, I guess I just take a lot of stuff she's taught me, and I kind of work it into my own food and stuff. So what kind of food are you like normally cooking? Like I know you said you had some potato egg pancakes with some funky spices going. Yeah, on. yeah, and then like I honestly I eat a lot of um like like steak, thin steaks. I love thin steaks. I love um like baked chicken in the oven. 
is great. Just like nothing crazy. I do cook. Um, I got this like this recipe for like rice and beans from my mom that I I like to do every blue moon. It's pretty good too. Just a little treat. Just, a little treat. just like just like random stuff like that. Yeah. I will tell you I, though. Like I do like to cook. Nico made a uh, homemade mac and cheese. What like a few months ago? Oh yes, I did. I brought it to practice. And yeah, he let us all taste, and it was very good. Thank you. I was I was gonna ask about that. Like, how often are you feeding the band? I think that was. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know if that was the only time. I think I might have like one other time. Yeah, but it was very good, and I love my mac and cheese, and it was very good. Thanks. So. They're waiting now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, this is Ryan <laughs> telling you, like, all right, now. do it a little be. bit more. That's my hint. <laughs> a little something. Just so, did you bring any uh, any mac and cheese to practice hey, today? Oh, what do you want to run today? And also, did you bring mac and cheese? <laughs> yeah. I'm um, feeling a little, a little hungry. I could use, like, a snack before we, we Something start, cheesy start with, playing. like, pasta. You know anything like that? Know anything like that? <laughs> What would you say, what would you say is like your favorite thing to cook or maybe like your like specialty? I think it's the mac and cheese. I mean, like, All right. Tell us. Now I'm so intrigued. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about this mac and cheese. What's what's the. the so I like to get I don't like to get like boxed pasta for it. I'll go to like a certain place to get either fresh pasta or I'll go to like a you know how like sometimes Marshall's or TJ Maxx has like that fancy type of pasta. Mm-hmm. I'll get that and then I'll get different cheeses at this supermarket by us called Adams Farm. There you go. And um I'll get like milk from them too cuz local. And uh yeah, I use I like to use like the fresh stuff and oh, I like to put a bunch of spice in it. Some mustard powder, onion powder, garlic powder, bunch of stuff bunch of i can't give away too much you know how it is <laughs> yeah no sure. of course of course the, the chef never reveals his recipes or whatever the saying is <laughs> exactly yeah. I, I like to think I, I got it i make it every thanksgiving usually i i like to think i got it down now to like a, my certain yeah the the ingredients like using like the fresh stuff and like the the little bit out of the way like it makes a difference though Oh yeah, it for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it like launches sure the it launches the flavor. Now, uh, not to spend too much time on cooking, um, which is a Nico centric uh, topic, it seems. <laughs> uh, Ryan, Ryan, where did you lay? Because painting and thrifting were the other things that you guys gave us. Was that one per person? Painting um, is Ryan. He's more Josh. I mean, painting. Yeah, painting is more Josh. Um, I think Nico and I are both more like thrifting together. Like if we go to Philly, especially, or if we're in the city for like a Brooklyn concert or something, we'll always go thrifting and just check stuff out and see what happens. Now, do you have a favorite uh, item that you picked up or something that is your most frequently worn, frequently used uh, thing that you picked up while thrifting? I can't think of an example, but it's always for me like a good find, like when you can get like a cool band tee that's just like worn or just maybe some for me like a 
old like windbreaker type thing. That's my favorite stuff to find because I'll actually like wear it. Yeah, I like also when you're thrifting and like you'll find a pair of pants that isn't like it'll have like no size or something, but like it fits you so well. Because like maybe you're not like a 3230 exactly, you know, and then you find this random pair of pants and you're like, I don't even know what size this is, but it's my size. The tag says made in Vietnam and that's and all, that's all I need. And, and that's it. <laughs> if they fit, they fit perfectly. Exactly. Beautiful. Love that's, it. That's probably better than recently. Nico and I went to a Zoomies and I tried on like eight pairs of pants and wild. none of them fit, even though they're my size. So, you know, I, I should just go thrifting more because <laughs> you always find that one pair. Yeah. Honestly, you, I think yeah, you never know what you're gonna. Me find. and Sid have recently, recently picked it up, and I think every time we have gone, one of us has gotten a pair of pants. There you go. Yeah, it's the that's the magic. So it's just it's just it's just kind it, of the way of it. Just how it goes. Some spots, yeah. Some spots in Philly and the city, though, when you walk in, it's like I can't even buy like a fucking handkerchief. Yeah. It's like crazy expensive, and especially in the city, some places we go where it's like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to call the one place out, but that we went to when we went to see uh, Alex G was very yeah. expensive. Yeah, that place. And we were. This is more like a <laughs> like a luxury store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah, they're all turning into like luxury. Yeah, there's definitely a, a couple like that. Yeah. Yeah. It is a weird shift that seems to be happening. Yeah, exactly. But you got to find like your spots and then you're like, oh, okay. I trust these people. Yeah. It's like finding a good thrift store is like finding a good dive bar. Yes. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. I think is like. That's the... a really good comparison. It is. It just makes sense. That's just right. It just makes sense. Yeah, you're right. That's so true. Do you guys pick up anything other than clothes? Like, have you ever found like some weird knickknacks? Maybe like some signs or a teapot, uh, books. Oh, a teapot. Actually, <laughs> I have our band mascot, and she is from a thrift store <laughs> I went to with my girlfriend. Tell us her about name, her. Her name, <laughs> is, uh, is, her name is Melinda, and she is a beautiful mannequin head. And it goes right on top of my amp. And everybody loves her. And she travels to every show? Every single show. One time we played in Ohio. And this guy offered me some money for it. I think he started at like 50. And I was like, no. And he went all the way up to like two something. Yeah. And I was like, no. And I think after I said no, he walked away. And we were like, damn. That would have been a lot of money, but wait, <laughs> but I think it's cooler for the story that I said. No, I agree. Have you like looked into that mannequin at all? Like no. is there a reason anything in there? Like I just found we were, I was looking for vinyl with her and it was just there, like in the corner. And I brought it up to the guy and I was like, can I buy this? And the guy was like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> <laughs> And here she is. <laughs> and here she is. Here we are. 
Oh man, that is what a <laughs> honestly strange. I think she's pretty good luck. Thing. I'm I, I, it's I definitely like a, talk, a talking Pete, like a, yeah. a good talking point. Adds character. It, exactly. It really is, like multiple times at multiple shows, people come up and like, like talk about like the head that's there yeah. on top is actual head. Like, yeah. Good. And the, do you guys ever? Do you guys ever like? Um, she has a name. Yes, I do <laughs> it all the time. My our bassist Josh, he always calls her um Matilda, and I'm like, it's Melinda. Get it, Get right. it right, right. <laughs> this is actually why Josh isn't here, right? Yeah, now. yeah. We, uh... we had a big fight over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope uh next time you guys are in Philly that we get to, you know, meet Melinda as well as yes. you guys. 100%. Yeah. In person. Um so now that we're talking about music, talking about the van, tell us both about how you guys got your start in music and then turned into New Vision. Yeah, um so Nico and I met in uh high school and we started a band that went on for a few years called Benchmark. And then we changed our name to New Vision in, I believe, 2021, 2020, yeah, 2020, I think. And yeah, since then, um, we've, it's been Nico and I still, but uh, we have our bassist, Josh, who's been in the band for a few years now. And yeah, we all basically love the same music, want to do the same thing. And we all work really well together. So it's a really great thing that we have going on right now yeah so you two have been making music for a long time together then um what was that kind of like injecting like a third person like a new voice kind of to the mix it it was at first a little i think it was a little different but josh's personality is very like you like you like him and get used to him like super fast um, yeah i think the only thing it wasn't even a sh- like a struggle per se, but like was just um, getting the styles to mesh with Josh. And so me and Ryan had our own style, but we had to kind of shift it in a, in a better way, in my opinion, with Josh joining. So like to get this new sound that we have now. Yeah. And um, add on to that. Um, I feel like now working on like, especially like, EP and then the new stuff Josh has really become almost like a third songwriter in his own right for like I don't know just off the top of my head like recently we had a demo for this one song and he made this bass part for the chorus that wasn't there originally so I like scrapped my original lyrics because I liked that bass part so much so I changed it to like fit that so he's really like become a third songwriter with us i think yeah i agree i mean yeah that's sick to like have someone join and so fluidly start to meld and like really improve the overall sound of what you guys are doing it sounds like yeah uh yeah that's a cool thing that's a cool thing to have yeah it's nice and i think also we've been playing for even before like i started the band with these guys i I was playing when i was like a teenager um, I started at like 12, 13, but it didn't really get like serious for me, I think, until I started with Ryan. And how has that, you know, dynamic shifted a little bit since, you know, those high school days? Were you guys writing music then? Were you, um, you know, was it 
we're used to learning how to write with each other um, versus how you guys are writing now, um, you know, with Josh in the mix. I feel like Nico and I, I feel from the start, we just had that connection that you'll find in like other bands, but it's always that one connection that starts a lot of stuff to like go on. So I feel like Nico and I always had that. And then we had some like other members in the past band, but I think things really started to click like when it was Nico, Josh and I, but yeah, Nico and I, I think Nico that we've always had that kind of thing where we can just sit down and write something and like, be like, this is pretty sick. Yeah, exactly. Like if I have an idea and then I show it to Ryan or something, usually most of the time he'll make up a part that is like exactly what I wanted in my head. Yeah. I mean, again, it sounds very much like you two have like a very strong foundation and Josh came in, helped like really pick it up. And like, that's again, sick that you guys are able to connect that way and able to start to read each other better and get some stuff out there. Uh, with that in mind, tell us a little bit about the uh, the new EP somewhere on this timeline. Uh, give us a little bit of the uh, insights uh, about how you went about making it. Yeah, so I know f- when we sat down to to write this after our first full length, we wanted to like touch on different styles and genres that we haven't really done before. Um, so we definitely wanted to like hone in on like that more type of hardcore type of grooves and um, some sort of like other experimental things like with the interlude we have with home and, and on everlasting, we wanted some electronic drums, which we never did. Um, And I think it all kind of came together really well. We definitely wanted to make something that pushed us in a little bit of a heavier direction while also being um, staying true to like the new vision roots with some experimental like splashes in between. Um, but we actually like kind of, before we even wrote, we like talked about it. And then we were like, okay, this is what we want to do. So yeah. it ended up being, I think pretty much exactly what we wanted. Going into it with that mindset of um, wanting it to be a little bit heavier, wanting to have those experimental elements to it. Was the writing and recording process different than um, the album with love or like, how did that process differ when you guys were writing um, this new EP? Um, I think with this EP, we were able to really experiment a lot more because we obviously we went in there with our demos and like what we wanted to do and all that. But we really got to like add like the stuff that we really wanted to add on that it would need studio things to get there so our producer uh gary really helped us with that um especially with like that interlude nico is talking about home um but i i'm really proud of how it came out and it's like nico said like we talked about how we wanted it to sound and i think it's came out exactly like how we had it in our head which i'm yeah. proud of. yeah me too I, I think too like when you're saying with a with us wanting to like touch on a heavier type of sound. I think we always kind of like, after we wrote with love, we noticed like live, 
we were playing the with love songs but like heavier than how it sounds if that makes sense like live it's like more like jump to it and um we wanted to like write songs where we could actually portray how it sounds live as well um and i think we got that with like chokehold and forfeit especially i think that's an interesting way to I guess make that realization of like the change in the type of music that you want to make is playing stuff that you already have live and realizing that like this could this could go harder. Yeah, it it seems like like a natural progression. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I think it was like I think we all just noticed kind of like just the way I was like singing more different live with more like kind of attack and the way we were just playing live we were just going off more and we were like oh okay well we can kind of do this (laughs) and it won't be weird so do you think that i mean obviously this is very soon and i'm sure you're working on other stuff and doing all this um but is there any plans or thoughts of like taking with love and like maybe remastering it like taking the notes from what you did live and kind of touching up some of the recordings for it or anything like that yeah never never say no yeah Yeah, exactly we haven't really talked about that but that that could be cool um i know like we're the new stuff we're writing the new 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 stuff is like um definitely heading in that field where it's like oh okay yeah we're getting we're getting crazy on y'all yeah (laughs) So we, we, we know there's like obviously a little bit more like heavy in uh, the new EP and assume that's uh, more or less where it's going. But what are maybe some of the like particulars um, that you think have changed, have maybe like evolved a little bit over the course of your writing process? And like, is there anything that you took while you were making this EP and were like, this is something that we need to hold on to and like include that more going further? Yeah, I think for me, it was definitely um, like learning how to throw my voice like forward and more with more intensity where I'm able to do it often like every night without hurting myself where because I was doing a shift from like singing loudly to like yelling so that is something I I took from the studio where I kind of I took notes from also like the stuff I learned with with love and I kind of meshed it with how I was trying to sing in the studio and then it just ended up like I had some some vocal things that I I hold on to now and it helps a lot because I don't lose my voice at all yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think for myself, I would say just I feel like every time we do go to the studio, but for some reason this time in particular, I feel like it really made me a better guitar player. Not that I'm amazing or anything, but like it really just I don't know what it is, but I feel better after like recording all those songs so many times to get the right take that I'm like proud of how I play now, especially when we play them live. So I'm, I'm happy with that. You know what it was too with Ryan? Um, We went in there, just us three. So I did all the drums 
and I sang, and Ryan recorded his guitar and mine. Yeah. And then Josh did keyboard and bass, and he sang backups. So we all kind of were like, okay, we're like busy, busy. (laughs) I think that's like an interesting way to go about it and like an interesting way to kind of get more familiar with with what everyone's doing anyway, kind of like – throwing each other a little bit through a loop and then like you can appreciate that more so maybe that is like what it is you know you were playing two whole separate guitar parts and you're like wow all hands on i have a better understanding (laughs) of the whole entire process of what we're doing yeah exactly and then just even seeing nico like i've known he can like play the drums but like when we got in the studio, he was like playing drum. I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All day. Well, not all day, but like most of the day. And then we'd the other stuff. Not, you know, I mean, just drums take longer just because he would do the drums and then that crazy technique that Gary had you do where it was just cymbals and it was just drums. Remember that? Yeah, we did a cool recording way where he was saying, um, he was saying like early strokes did it and stuff like that. I think he was trying to sell us whether it's true or not. <laughs> but um, it was like, yeah, he took he took like because he kept some recorded demos where I was actually playing the full kit, but he mixed it with like where I would only play cymbals and nothing else, and then I would only play snare and toms and kick and nothing else. Like he separated it, and I would play through the whole song like multiple times with just those two. And then he mixed in like a full kit too, which is cool. And like watching it from like the control room when it's just like cymbals or just drums, like Nico will be say it's just cymbals. He's hitting the cymbals, but he's also doing the drum parts that aren't there with like his hands and feet, which was pretty crazy to watch and pretty like impressive that you can do that, you know? Thanks. And it's cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> gotta gas the homies yeah, up. Yeah, you know. <laughs> there you go <laughs> so you told us you've told us a lot about the ep and the process of writing it and your music up until this point um and you've also played this music live so tell us a little bit about that and like how the reception to that has been uh both on and off the stage and how you guys feel playing this compared to uh with love the the reception so far has been very very positive um kind of like way better than we kind of um could expect possibly and playing it live is cool too um just because you with the with love songs are great too and i love playing them obviously but um the the new ep songs and we play them i think like the crowd reaction we get is a little more like like big if it's hard to explain the crowd reaction is more like oh shit i think we've only been playing like two of them so that's great for us that like two of these songs to us i feel like have been going over pretty well and it's very fun to play new stuff and again like i love playing the with love stuff because they're great but it's always fun playing new stuff and like seeing the crowd like actually like get into it you know yeah i think too with the the next run of shows we'll we'll probably be playing all or most of the ep 
and then we'll throw like one or two with love songs in there. Give us a little, uh, give us a little rundown then of, of what's coming next in terms of shows where you guys playing. When can we yeah. expect to, to see new vision? Yeah. So, uh, we took June this month to write, um, a little more for a future thing we have in a few months. Um, and then in July, at the end of July, we're going, I, it's not announced yet, but I'll just fucking do it here. Um, we're going to do a tour with a band called bike roots. Very sick band. Yeah, they're sick. They're sick. And we're going to be in uh, Philly, Ohio, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, Jersey. And yeah, nice little tri-state. Yeah. Nice little, nice little thing yeah, going yeah. on. And then, uh, yep. And then we'll be back to touring steady from July forward. We'll be, we'll be around. Usually we have some other shows in Philly planned for August as well. Um, we just got on this like little festival too. That's in Pennsylvania in August. So that'll be cool. Um, yeah, just keep on chugging on, but we will be playing in July. Yeah, that sounds great. And we're we're excited to come see you guys when you're in Philly. 100%. Yes. Please. Awesome. It'd be nice to meet y'all. So, for real. You you said for a brief a brief moment that you were working on something, doing some writing this month for a project uh in the next couple months or so. Um you've already you've already given us a one unannounced thing. Yeah, yeah, I've already spilled a can of worms here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're um yeah, we're ready. We're going back. We're going to go back to the studio again in the winter. Um, and we'll be doing another full length. Okay. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So we're just, we're trying to get a leg up on that. So that's why we kind of took some time where we can kind of sit down and we have some already kind of done, but, you know, just solidify it and, um, and just, you know, really work on them get the demos down that way we're not rushing you know at the last minute in terms of like themes and sound is there anything that we can expect to hear from that one yeah like um <laughs> it'll definitely be uh more like hardcore adjacent um yeah it's i feel like more so like the forfeit song like on the ep vibe of like that's kind of the vibe of the new stuff, but also kind of keeping it like our new vision thing. Cause we write great, like little chill rock songs too, but like we want to bring it up a little bit. And I think this EP was a great uh, stepping stone to get to this sound that we're working on right now. Yeah, definitely showcase the range of, uh, what what can be to come from with love and i think a stepping stone is a great way to put it what is some of the music that you guys have been listening to as you're writing um this uh new music and the, some of the music that inspires you to write um from for me myself i can just say i'm sure nico might have some of the same ones but um fiddlehead for sure Turnstile, Angel Dust, Drug Church, Citizen. That's mine. I'm, I might have stole some from Nico, so sorry. No, that's fine. Yeah, I listen to pretty much all that, too. Um, 
I think a little bit of basement I'm listening to also. Um, I know for when I, with the EP um, for Everlasting, I was listening to uh, American Football and like Howdy. Um, pretty happy when I wrote that that track. And it kind of, I think you can kind of hear it in the intro and the outro with the little like kind of those chuggas and stuff. Um, but yeah, I just listen to that stuff. I, but I think heavy on like what Ryan was saying, a lot of those bands, definitely Angel Dust for sure. Now, in in the process of rating the EP, you said you guys sat down, talked about how you wanted it to sound. Did you do the same thing for this now or are we kind of going in just writing? We kind of did the same thing. We We were kind of talking about it even like when we had the EP done and recorded, we already had it like in our hands, but we were still touring and stuff like that. Um, and talking about like future stuff, even though we didn't even put out the EP yet. Um, so we would just talk about it, like, you know, after the show or something, we're just hanging out at night or whatever, and it comes up. And then we kind of just decided that like, okay, this is, this is the move that we want to do. Um, this is how, what we all feel comfortable with and what we all think we can kind of advance towards. So kind of fell fell on that. All right. Very cool. Very excited to get to to listen to that whenever you guys are able to get that all set up and put together and we have a whole nother full length. Um, also absolutely excited to come see you guys in Philly when you're here. Um, Sydney, did you have any other questions for New Vision? So where can we find and follow you guys online and listen to all of your music? Yes, you can follow us on all social media, Instagram, Twitter and stuff, New Vision, HVNY, Hudson Valley, bless up. And um, yeah, we're on all streaming platforms, listen to our new EP somewhere on this timeline. Perfect. <laughs> Lovely. Um, well, once again... New Vision, Ryan and Nico, thank you guys so much for being on with us tonight. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for having us. It's been a pleasure. Appreciate it. Great. Thank you for listening to Little Known Tracks. If you or a loved one want to be featured, send us an email at littleknowntrackspodcast at gmail.com. Also, feel free to follow us over on Twitter and Instagram at LKTPod for more information about the podcast when episodes come out and occasionally giveaways and things of that nature. Thank you again for listening. See you next week.